Sandy and Kat, hey, it's Magic 95.1. A few minutes ago, we heard the cue to call for Darlington Holiday Warehouse, our $25,000 Christmas give back, where we give you $125 each and every time we grab Caller 10. And then each and every time we do that, we also give $125 to three rotating charities here in our community. Aaron's House for Grieving Children. If you don't know them, I love them. Great organization. Well run, well executed. They help out kids in our area who experience a sudden loss, usually of a family member, mom and dad sometimes, cases like that. Uh, Catholic Charities and Toys for Tots. And then they go toy shopping for kids in Northeast Indiana in need this holiday season. Sandy and Kat, good morning. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Debbie. Debbie, you're caller 10. Oh my gosh. Yay, congratulations, Let's give her golf claps. Yes. uh, You're trying to be quiet, Debbie, right? I can hear it. You're trying to be quiet. Are you calling from church? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm... I'm just getting ready for work. Okay, okay. you don't want to wake up everybody wake in the house, okay. right? Is <laughs> right. Okay, all right. You know, and then they're grumpy. Are you clothed? I mean, have you taken your shower yet? Like, tell no, me what your routine is. Did you just ask her if she's naked? Hey, wait a minute. No. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I guess, guess you, I did. Yeah, you I did. One hundred percent. Okay, did. hey Debbie. Debbie, are you naked? <laughs> To the- I have a towel on. Okay, uh, oh, so a she towel is naked. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Debbie. Debbie. We see you. Oh, Debbie, congratulations. <laughs> wow. That changed the tone of yeah, everything. Yeah, I feel like maybe we're the real winners this morning, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, I will, uh, Debbie, I'll let you uh, dry off and uh, Pat dry here a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I'll let you uh, share your uh, private information there with Kat behind the scenes so we can hook you up with $125 to Darlington, okay? Thank you. You're very welcome. Hang on. <laughs> Sandy and Kat? Yeah. Anybody else uh, naked listening to our show? You just, it's I mean, an just call game. in. Yeah, we want to no. hear from you. Yeah. You're a pajama sleeper, right? Yeah, I kind of am. So I kind of go through these stages. Like in the mm-hmm. summertime, it's just, you know, just a t-shirt and underwear. Okay. But in the wintertime, I'm usually in like leggings or sweatpants or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and more of a t-shirt. I have tried to go down the road of wearing lingerie to bed. It just does not work for me. It doesn't. It's too, it actually is too uncomfortable. I mean, it looks uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. It's too uncomfortable because I toss and turn. I'm a side sleeper and then it's just, it doesn't work. Okay. I don't know any woman, like all my girlfriends, when we go lingerie shopping, like for legit lingerie, mm-hmm. we have this envision that our guys are going to love this. Like we're going on a vacation. We're going to pack all of our lingerie. We've got different sets for different days. Dude, none of that ever happens. We never wear it. Right. I, I think it's a waste it. of money. It's a Rubik's it really Cube is. to get off, too. It, I'll have to tell you that. It, yeah. I mean, they're making them way more complicated than what they need I mean, to be. They, yeah. They, I, <laughs> There's a, so many straps now. I mean, if I got to put on glasses and read instructions, that takes the mood right away. That's no good. <laughs> right. There's no good right. there. Yeah. So what do you do? Do you do, the, do you do the nighty or what do you call it? Like a long shirt? Do yeah, people even so call it 90s anymore? I don't think they call it 90s anymore, but yeah. What do you call it what I, what I just said. I mean, in the wintertime. What about it, a muumu? Is that a dress or a pajama? I do not like muumus at <laughs> all. 
And is there anything I, about the name that sounds flattering? Uh, no, there is nothing about that name that sounds flattering. Ah! However, I mean, that's a branding issue right there. Right. Somebody got me one for Christmas and I'm like, mm, Oh, that was your mother in law. Yeah, do you I remember she that story? She distinctly did not want me to <laughs> she, she heard to you, be sexy. She heard with you her doing the lingerie thing. She's like, yeah. you know what? Here, I'm buying your jumbo yeah. pack of moomos. You go to town on that. <laughs> go your sleep. Yeah, I'm gonna work. <laughs> Here's the mood killer attire of all time. Yes! And to get it from your mother-in-law? What do you think that's screaming? Sandy and Cat, it's Magic 95.1. Yesterday at this time, we were talking about the old St. Joe Hospital had yet to fall. Of course, it did ultimately fall. Yesterday evening, Cat was out there along with all the media outlets from town because uh, they've been trying to yank down the remainder of this hospital. They've been slowly tearing down because it's a 150-year-old building plus. And, I mean, uh, it was built to last. They don't make them like they used to. That's for sure. Because this thing took, what, was it three days delayed because they couldn't yeah. get this thing down? And so people were taking uh, days off of work for like three days because they wanted to be home in the afternoon to watch this thing <laughs> I know, right? They finally uh, got the building down yesterday, and eventually it'll be turned into a parking lot. I told you I've, I had a regret because the hospital sat open for like a year and a half while they were building the new one. Mm -hmm. I wanted them to invite Hollywood out to have medical shows. Yes, that would have been great for them to film medical shows in that old They're building. They're always looking, because if you've ever watched certain television shows. Like, like Grey's Anatomy. Uh, well, Scrubs, Scrubs. Scrubs in particular took over an old abandoned hospital in Los Angeles. Just yeah. like that, well, and use that for years as their uh, as site their to stage. Shoot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that would make sense, wouldn't it? I don't understand always, why Hollywood doesn't do that. They more. always need medical drama stages because mm -hmm. medical medical and cop shows always sell. They always do. sell because yeah. they're high stakes. People are always dying or running. You know, the situations are good. It's, and uh, it's drama. There's that's always right. drama. That's always. Right. There's always a hot doctor. Always. No, you make it out in the break room. There's always a nurse that never has her life together. Of course. Ever. Ever. And we love it. We, we <laughs> breathe it in. Yes, we and do. I was like, we should have. I mean, did we even try? Did we even I don't call? think we tried hard enough. Gosh. We could have had a film crew over here. I mean, and they, there's, there's a million streaming services. One of them has to have a show out there that was <laughs> that needing a sound a, soundstage already mm -hmm. built. Right we there. had it, and now we don't. Mm -hmm. Now it has wasted opportunity right there. It That's came what crumbling I... down yesterday. Mm -hmm. But it was did turn did turn into a Midwest spectacle yesterday. People <laughs> were taking. Didn't you it say did. you ran into a family that took uh, like left work yeah, early and from drove from Huntington. Huntington? They were from the Huntington that came out because the mom, uh, the lady, w was birthed there. Like that's where she was born. I have no emotional tie <laughs> to the, the building I was born in. Do you? No, I, I was born no in. Columbus, Indiana, and I, I mean, if that hospital ever fell to the ground, I don't think that I would drive all the way back to Columbus, Indiana. You're like, my life began right, right there. there, and I'm going to watch it I wouldn't come even down. Know. Actually, I was born in Fort Wayne, and I don't even know where. You don't know what hospital you were born in? I just know, I know what city, because I've had to answer that on, I don't know, like customs forms and things like yeah? that. You don't know what hospital you were born in? I'm going to assume the one on State Street downtown. I don't, I'm just going to hide and assume that. Huh. I would say about 90% of people know what hospital they were born Hang in. Hang on, you do? Uh, yes. Well, in Columbus, doesn't? there's only one, for goodness sakes. <laughs> 
I mean, you don't have an option of like You're knowing right. three or four. Okay, touche. Right. <laughs> Sandy and Cat, it's Magic 95.1, Daylight Saving Time. Just a little reminder. I always remembered when I was growing up because the radio guy would tell you. So yep. I want to make sure I'm fulfilling my job. So Saturday night, you fall back, you change your cl- clocks. Just Before you to, go to bed. That's right. And then everybody comes in, uh, I don't know, late or groggy or they s- screw up their church appointments yeah. on Yeah, s- on Sunday. Sunday. Uh, here you go. Montage of uh, time change stuff. Here we go. Dudes, you guys are going to go back in time. And of course, this weekend is also the time change. There's a time and a place for everything. No! What time is it? You right there? Look at the clock. Checking out my watch, homies. You know what time it is. All right. So just so everybody knows, I have two montages that were sent to me today. That is montage one. Okay. To play throughout the show. Okay. To remind people of the boring time change. Okay. That everyone gets mad at because you can't win in life. Everybody's angry about everything. And even though you'll gain more sleep, yeah, but it'll be dark by four. (laughs) <laughs> I'll be out there raking leaves with a miner's helmet on. Here's the other one. Okay. Let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. It's like we're going backwards in time. Don't forget to set your clocks. This Sunday. What we gonna do right here is go back. Back it up, back it up. I like that one. You like the second yeah, one better like the than the first one. one? Wasn't yeah. there a share one? If I could turn back time, if I could find a way, I'd take back those words that'll hurt you. And you, you say, everybody! I don't know why I said the things I said. Astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson on Daylight Saving Time is an antiquated practice. So if you hate turning back your clock, here's a smart reason why you should hate it. Okay. As soon as it plays. It's a little weird because no one cares when the sun is up or down anymore. We eat when we want. We go to work when we want. We don't say, oh, it's getting dark. Let's go home. Who says that? And so Daylight Saving, I think, has, has outlived its utility. It's a charming remembrance of when streets were lit by gas lamps and when sunlight was an important part of how you conducted your day. Now it's really irrelevant. Well, it's still relevant for like they always say the farmers and the animals and the cows when they get milked at a certain time. Like I've told you that doesn't happen anymore. Like you, you go said to that, that the cows walk up to the little milker yeah. and Every- attach themselves and they'll Yeah. Like the Keener Dairy Farm uh, that always does their fall thing every year says that nobody even does that anymore. When the cows get full, they go to the auto milking machine. The sensors and lasers line up their udders and then they go get milked. Well, this doesn't happen back home in southern Indiana. You guys like, don't have, we don't have that high-tech high tech milker? No. Oh. This is like the first I've heard of this high-tech milker. What are you milker. talking about? Come like, on. I talk to some of my farmers when I go back home and visit, and they're... they're li- they don't have a high-tech no, milker? No, they don't. They need a government subsidy. Go buy yourself a milker. I mean, they do have a milker, but they still have to go up and like, oh, attach, like, attach it, it, That's it the to, old-fashioned one. to the cows themselves. I know which one that one that one looks scary for like adolescent boys uh, i feel like that one oh. you know what i'm saying i feel like that looks like yeah like, that looks like trouble like what that's I, a double dog dare you yeah. hey, Andy. i dare you to Let's not do this, this. <laughs> 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 all 
Oh, gosh. I remember seeing that. And when somebody told me I had to go in for a physical for my doctor for like middle school sports and stuff. You instantly thought of that milker. I thought the milker was involved. Uh, No. And I was like, well, what a sigh of relief to find out it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) What a sigh of dang relief that that was not involved. Oh, good. All right. Well, turn back your clocks, guys. Sandy and uh, can't. That way you don't have to milk yourself. Sandy and Ken, it's Magic 95.1. I did get, uh, yesterday on our show, we kind of dug into weird things that you find attractive. And then I got this message from a listener. I'll keep her name anonymous. But she uh, has a love situation that I would like to share with listeners because she would like objective advice. Okay. I uh, don't always allow these on the show but because uh, usually I want you to come on and tell the story. But she doesn't want her voice recognized. It's all whole thing. So. Uh, but I have for you a dating scenario. Dating scenario. Uh, and sometimes I bring these up because people need objective advice. You go to your friends, you get bias advice. Right. They tell you sometimes what you want to hear. And we have such a strong medical community here in Northeast Indiana and involves asking doctors out. Oh, it does? Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. And that's oh. where I was hooked. I yeah. was hooked on the juiciness that can be the awkwardness of the relationship you have with your doctor. Okay? All right, All everybody. Right. Can I give the phone number so that they have it handy? 260-467-9500. I need your advice. I have an insane crush on my gynecologist. Oh, no. Oh, no. Man. Okay. I'm, I'm going to give objective advice here. And it may not even be a crush. I personally think I'm in love. Mm. I'm 33 years old, and I think it's weird in a way, but I can't help it. It's been a two-year-long crush. My gynecologist is awesome. He's funny. He's gentle. Oh, God. <laughs> and when I think of our appointments... As almost at this point, mini dates. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. <laughs> <sighs> obviously, he's gotten to know me really well. Yeah, obviously. Uh, uh. I haven't said anything about it to him. But well, I can't, okay, go but ahead. But I can't stop thinking about him. I've even made up fake reasons to come in for appointments just to be around him. But I started to think that he's going to catch on to this and think that I'm nuts when there's nothing wrong with me and I keep coming in for appointments. So, would it be a terrible idea if I did this? I'm thinking of something along the lines of, on our next appointment, telling him I'm thinking of finding another gynecologist. And if he's heartbroken, then I'll know he likes me. No. (laughs) What in the world? (laughs) If the feeling is mutual, then awesome. I'm home free. If it's not mutual, then obviously then I have to find a new gynecologist anyway. I guess the reality is, how often does this happen? Do other women fall in love with their doctors all the time? I do have some of the stats. I replied with this. The uh, listener writing in is 33 years old. Okay. She's had this crush for two years. Okay. I do not know uh, if I, well, she assumes the doctor is not married because he does not wear a ring, but doesn't know about a girlfriend. Okay. Andy and Kat, good morning. Hi. Welcome to a little objective advice. Who wants to date their gynecologist? Normally, I guess, depending on 
you know, at the beginning, I would think, you know what, just be up front and just ask him. But the way she writes that letter, she kind of sounds like a stalker. (laughs) Thank you for the call. (laughs) You're exactly right. I wanted somebody else to say that I think what you're describing sounds... A little stalker. A little nuts. It just sounds... She. I just think she needs to ask him. Like, point blank. But next... do you ask him in the appointment? Or do you stalk where, him where literally outside out of the, his house? Out in the parking lot? I mean, no, no. that's you, crazy. You just pray you run into him at Walmart? Look, if you were single and a listener wanted to date you, let's just pretend right now that you're single, a listener wanted to date you, she wrote you a letter, wrote you a letter, wrote you a letter, made up reasons to talk to you. And mm-hmm. then she ended up being in our parking lot. If I'm this listener, I think it's weird to f- ask them out outside. outside the thing because unless you absolutely serendipitously bump into them, mm-hmm. otherwise I do think it sounds like I was stalking you. Hey, I was just kept uh, following you until you eventually went to Meyer. Yeah, <laughs> oh, ran my card uh, into yours. I would. I, I think you'd have to say something in the appointment. Post examination. Oh yes, for sure. Not before you get examined. I oh, think, that would be weird. Yeah, not before or not during. I just no. think as you're wrapping, wrapping it up, up. Hey, this has nothing to do with business. Okay. This has nothing to do with our doctor-patient relationship. I just had a curiosity. Like, are you single? I was wondering if you're <laughs> single because I've kind of like I've you. Sh- already shown you my cash and prizes, <laughs> and we're halfway there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> We're already at third base. Well, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Were you counting your bases? I was counting my bases throughout the appointment. Yeah. I was well, trying to figure out which base well, he was you, on. Well, I think he probably skipped first and second. <laughs> I think he's running the bases backwards. <laughs> Sandy and Cat, it's Magic 95.1. Some listeners may or may not know this fact about me that I started my radio career at this station but many many moons ago and mm-hmm. before I started hosting a show I was uh, kind of they call it sitting in the uh, the third person chair uh, of a morning show here uh, called Dirk and Jeanette I d- joined uh, Dirk and Jeanette and then it became Dirk Jeanette and Andy for about four years mm-hmm. and then I went on to other radio ventures because before coming back to Fort Wayne and uh, we have found some old audio. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. How old were you in this audio? Uh, well, I would have been here in my 20s, so it could have okay. been in like 25 to 28-ish. Okay. So is when I was here, and I have found the audio. It was sent to me by Dirk Rowley, who is now the anchor at Wayne TV. He mm-hmm. hosted uh, this morning show for close to a decade. And uh, the pitch of my voice. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait to hear this. (laughs) Okay. It is drastically different. Really? Okay. Um, Here is me trying to host a segment on my own, I think. Okay. Do you remember this segment at all? Before you play this, do you remember doing this at all? No. No? Not at all. Hmm. I think Dirk was on, I don't know. I I don't have the whole clip because I wanted to react to it live. Okay. But here is me trying to host a clip on my own before I was ready and the pitch on my voice is not great. Here's what I sounded like back in probably like 2004. All right, real quick. Uh, Thomas the Tank Engine 
at the Honeywell Center in the summer, June 26th. But tickets go on sale today. you got to go to HoneywellCenter.org. We're asking the question for tickets. Your toddler said what in public? Oh, my gosh. It's Magic 95. Hello? <laughs> okay, my husband and I were on our, <sighs> we're walking across the field for tea. How about that? That is voice? you. I, Andy, Listen honest to, to goodness, that. I did not recognize you. I didn't at all. Oh my gosh. I mean, I thought your uh, your delivery was great. Thank you know, you. It, the, but your voice is a little bit higher. Look, I mean, but drastically it's different. Higher. It is very different. This is what I sounded like when I was on this show in like 2004. Uh, the Mad Ants had just been announced that they were coming mm-hmm. and I was on a segment because I had to judge the dance team so I was going to judge the dancers. I don't know why. They were just trying oh, to get publicity. Okay. And so the media was asked to come out and help judge okay. who would be a part of the original dance team for the Mad Ants when okay. they were coming to down. Here is me on this segment. And again, Dirk sounds the same. He does. Jeanette sounds like a grown person. And I sound like I'm 12 years old. <laughs> I got this flyer passed over to me and I kind of was reminded, oh my gosh, yeah, this is going to start up pretty soon. I'm going to be a judge. Pretty sure it's uh, the Mad Ants, the new uh, NBA development league here. Right. Mm-hmm. The new basketball team. Yeah. Dance team tryouts. Who talks like that? Wow. <laughs> I mean, Listen obviously you did. You're thinking, you know what? I was all set and ready to go to the dance squad, but oh, they're looking for classy, classy ladies. Women. I'm out. Well, I think maybe. I mean, that's a life choice? It's I mean, like people who think they look good in really tight shorts and shirts that not so much. It's hard to pull off classy, regal, and spandex. <laughs> There you go. Look at me finding old audio. Oh, man, there's nothing crueler than to a morning uh, radio personality or even a television personality when you look at old footage yourself. Why did your voice change drastically? Here I am at 23 trying to do a segment about kids. I don't have kids Uh at 23. (laughs) Your toddler said what segment? Listen to this again. I don't know what the heck I'm talking about. Listen to this. All right, real quick. uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. At the Honeywell Center in the summer, June 26th. But tickets go on sale today. you got to go to HoneywellCenter.org. We're asking the question for tickets. Your toddler said what in public? Oh, my gosh. It's Magic 95. Hello? <laughs> okay. My husband and I were on our, were walking across the field for T-ball. Oh. And my, there was a woman in front of us who was quite well endowed in the chest region. <laughs> and my husband kind of looked at me and I looked at him and I go, yeah, those, those are definitely not real. And, and right in front of the woman, my son says, mommy, what aren't real? Oh. oh. Well, I wanted to get the payoff. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, it, I wanted to hear yeah, what I she had to say. Say about her. It's a great topic. I do love when uh, that topic, but I can, at 23, I had no idea. You probably have never seen an episode of Thomas the Tank, Tank either. <laughs> either. What Gosh. do I know? What did I know?